the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 9 a.m., everyone. Good morning on a Saturday. 63 will be the high today. Saturday, 5 November 2022. Had a run-in with COVID and back on the job. And thank you for the guys that came in last week and pulled the job. Stuff is no joke. 63, the high today. 35 tonight. 52 on Sunday. We've got a good lineup. We're going to David Harsani in one second. Then Professor David Smith from Baylor University. This has been this... um, couple of weeks of Adolf Hitler was a socialist and the Nazis were socialist. It's absurd. We'll talk about it. Kenny Dane and Scotty Hastings on the radio show about our old days and haunted houses. In the meantime, I've been thinking about, I was almost going to call him like just two guys calling each other and saying, please tell me what's going on. David Harsani is with us. He was with the Denver Post for eight years. He's now with the Federalist. He's in Washington, D.C. I'm a huge fan of his. And so many things have happened in these last couple of months. And we had them scheduled for last week. And, of course, I, I caught the COVID and back on the job. David, good morning. I know it's a Saturday. Thanks for doing the show, and welcome back to Denver. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i watching so many things happen at once. It's almost like so many different variables in the model are changing. Uh, for the folks that may not know, uh, your parents are from they're Hungarians, and they came here. What 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 year did your folks come come to the U.S., David? Uh, I believe they got here in 1969. Okay, if I yeah. remember correctly, they're they're Hungarians, correct? Uh, yeah, I mean they're they're yeah they're Jewish Hungarians. Yeah, um, yeah. So as an yeah. as an American Jewish kid, but with you know the European roots, we're going to talk about it later on in the morning. What are we watching happen? <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty big question. You're I, have I know to narrow, it is. Narrow in a, no, I, yeah. and I, I don't know how a to do that. Happening. Yeah, yeah, a lot's happening. I mean, I remember when I started out in, in this business, you'd have news cycles, right, <laughs> where, you know, you went, you left uh, work at five, and you'd be like, you know, nothing's going to happen. The next day, maybe something will happen, maybe not. And you'd have one story to work on, and now there are always, like, you know, ten stories going on at the same time, <laughs> and they're moving really fast. So, yeah, it's just a wild time to be alive i think i agree and i see you know the 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 election is pending foreign policy issues in ukraine uh inflation i you know i I have a list of things that i I put on my worksheet and one of them because it's so frightening and it ties into some other things is this anti-semitic almost legitimate um thread that's risen to the top and Kanye West seems to be the arbiter but he is only one of many and I'm going to we're going to talk about the rise of Adolf Hitler with David Smith coming up do you see any parallels I saw a speech the other night where the house minority whip is talking about the U.S. is on track to repeat Nazi Germany Um, what do you do with stuff like that well, I mean, it's unfortunate, but in some sense, I'm happy that we can see what people believe rather than have it sort of, uh, bubbling underneath, you know, in 
society. So I, I think with, with Kanye West and with many, unfortunately, African-Americans, there is been this sort of anti-Semitic, I call it almost like a blend, almost a mm-hmm. theological position or like this pseudo-historical position about the uh, Hebrew, the Israelites and all of that. Mm-hmm. Or people know that history. But so, I mean, that's always been the case when I was younger in New York growing up. You know, there were race riots. They were, you know, Al Sharpton sure. basically led a program. So people were killed. And mm-hmm. um, that, I think, has always been part of the, the, because these two people live next to each other in many places, there's mm-hmm. always been this sort of anger. So I think that that's one part of it. Another part of it is when you have authoritarianism, especially in the 20th century and now, that usually comes with some level of anti-Semitic behavior as well. I mean, it's always kind of been intertwined, not just with Nazis and fascists, but also with uh, with communists, frankly. So there's always been that sort of thing. Sometimes it's under the rubric or under the misnomer of, of Zionism when you really mean Jew. And uh, so that happens as well. I think it's happening on the left in many ways where it's kind of glossed oh. over and on the right uh, yeah. in some fringe sectors as well. The... Um the anti-Zionist movement, where if you're a Jewish student, particularly in some of the major universities, you're a term used to be called blackballed, um, and they're 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 forcing they 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 tie all of this together. That's done by the left. Oh yeah, in in uh, at GW, I think it was University in Washington. Not long ago, there was an anti-Zionist protest, and they went into the uh, Hillel Building, which is which is the Jewish. You know, building in college, you know, uh, clubbing colleges, and they started, you know, breaking things. So, yes. what does that have to do with each other? Of course, it has something to do with each other. Yeah. And I don't know if it's anti-Zionism, pro-Palestinian, a combination of things, or just some old gut-level anti-Semitism. I think probably all those things, yeah. right? I, 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 there are some people who use it as an as an excuse. When you look at Europe, for instance, there's a lot of so-called anti-Zionism, which is clearly just anti-Semitism in France. And France, exactly, in French, that's right. The French. Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, there are some people, obviously, who are, want, believe Palestinians need more rights or a state, something wrong with that position, but it often bleeds into things that are, uh, that are far more, I think, nefarious. It's always laid low in France uh, during occupation or during anything, you know, go back to Dreyfus trials, go back to all kinds of things. The French are, um, it's just right below the surface for the French. And it seems to rise up or raise its ugly head anytime it wants to. David Harsani's with us. He's senior editor at The Federalist. Um, jumping back and forth because I, I love, I read you and I'm a fan. Ukraine. Um, there is a story this morning. The Ukraine is just prepping us for the big one. Um, the Ukraine is a wide open question, too. What do we do with Ukraine, David? <laughs> I don't know is the answer. Yeah, I yeah. think, uh, you know, I mean, listen, I think every country has a right to defend its borders. I think uh, we sometimes overestimate how freedom-friendly Ukraine is. It is, in my view, I want it to defend itself. I hope Putin is weakened, but I also don't believe Ukraine is the bulwark of freedom or democracy. It is actually quite a corrupt nation has a pretty bad history, but uh, we're giving them money and it seems like a blank check. And that's problematic, too. I think we just need oversight. We need better debates on on what we're doing and what kind of policy we have and where it ends. Or is it, again, another forever uh, you know, place that we are forever now involved? 
Now, all these things, now you can't debate it because you'll be called a traitor or sure. people call you a Putin uh, apologist. Oh, no, I've seen, I've been through I it. I have a long history of, of not being, yeah. Yeah, so, no, I, I, but I, I, I go through it. A better debate. Yeah, I go through it all the time. This is, I've said this before, it's the Cuban Missile Crisis in reverse. It's also uh, the military-industrial complex absolutely loves this. And now we have airborne soldiers in Poland, and that's that World War I scenario where it just keeps ratcheting up. And I don't know even how to judge Putin. How do you judge Putin now? I, I, I think I think he's a pretty bad actor. I mean, he's a yeah. bad actor, and I think he made a big mistake for his country, yep. what he just did. However, again, like I said, this is a nuclear power you're talking about. Okay. And, you know, people here, uh, often I see them write about it as if, you know, they're on social media dunking on some, you know, yeah. liberal they don't like oh, or, or whatever. I mean, this is a far more serious situation, and the people in charge of this country are not prepared to deal with this serious situation on the world stage. It's clear to me, especially the president. Yeah. So I am concerned about it. So it's a complicated situation. And we're gonna, I don't pretend to have the answers. Yeah, I mentioned one of my favorite historians coming on in the next hour, and now I'm reading these stories about Russians um, taking off, leaving Russia, and young men... I said, well, that's U.S. in 1968. People going to Canada, people going to jail, people doing this, people doing that. It is a repetitiveness that is lost so many times on, on, on people that don't think this through. And one of the things that I mentioned two weeks ago, we're seeing these, um, the, the video out of there of the cities, Kiev and Kiev and other places destroyed. That's World War II stuff. I said, we've been so used to either seeing a jungle or a desert that we forget this is a European war, and it's a big European war, and we could easily be drawn into it, could we not? Uh, yeah, I mean, if, you know, it's a land war in Europe, and that's a weird thing to say. At, you know, when you have war, there are all kinds of things, that you, unexpected things that can happen, and they always do. And you never know how these things, uh, you know, spread or turn oh. out. So it's, a, it's it's far more dangerous than we're treating it here at home. Oh. And again, I don't pretend to know what's going to happen, but it is definitely on the domestic side untenable not to be able to have a serious debate about what we're doing or have a plan. No, it's 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 willy nilly into it. And as great historians have said, wars are very easy to get into. They're hard to get out of. Right. And, and now the U.S. is. Probably now I'm seeing where uh, the Iranians are sending weaponry and the PRC may be doing so. And that really is the First World War. That really is the buildup. And for the life of me, and I don't I'm, I'm a I'm a Putin reader. I'm no expert, but I don't see him backing away. That's it's not in his character. Well, and then you have people here saying, you know, we need regime change in Russia and stuff huh. like that. Listen. There could be far more uh, cool. reactionary people right, right. behind him. You, you don't know oh, how yeah. that works either, yeah. as we've seen in, in the Middle East and elsewhere. So, yeah. yeah, again, I don't I don't know that it's been fully thought through. We're fighting a proxy war, mm -hmm. war right now in Europe, and that's a dangerous thing. But again, listen, I, I hope I hope I want I think the Ukrainians have a right to defend their. Listen, it's complicated on the yeah. border there, right? Well, I mean, there are a lot of Russian nationals they, and things like that. But Putin was so. promised. I mean, I kind of nothing else to do anymore but read but they made promises to vladimir putin that we will not bring nato into this this is the scenario of the cuban missile crisis and joe biden allowed all of that to be broken um i i watch biden i'm watching him put these terminator sunglasses on and 
Uh, he can, at this point, hardly speak. This is not the guy I want to have in charge as the well-known substance is hitting the electrical convenience in Ukraine, or for that matter, probably anywhere. But he has about as much ability to stand up to or to figure out Vladimir Putin as I as I could be an astronaut. And I, he scares me. Right. Frankly, he scares me. Well, and, and, you know, Europe has spent the last 10 years emboldening and empowering him by relying on his energy. Absolutely. And, you know, talking a big game, but really not doing anything to, to, to try to inhibit him. So you're trying to grow NATO and at the same time relying on him. It's a bad, it's a bad equation. And then, you know, and now what are you doing? You shut down your nuclear program in Germany. So now you are reliant on coal, (laughs) you know, you're undermining your whole supposed green economy and, uh, and the whole thing's a giant mess and you're going to probably have big recessions and, and, uh, energy shortages in Europe now. David Harsani, senior editor at the Federalist, longtime friend, our guest, Peter Boyle, 710 KNUS, it's 13 after nine, it's going to be 63 for a high today. All right. Now the pending election. Um, Colorado will not be in the Republican camp. The rest of the country, I don't know. How do you dope this one out? I'm not good at predictions, but I will say all the underlying numbers tell me Republicans could do pretty well. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know, I think have a shot at, you know, a Senate majority and maybe, you know, 52 seats, something like that. Mm -hmm. I think they'll do well in the House. I mean, obviously they're, the way people judge this is kind of silly because there's only so so many seats you can win. Right? So so you know if they win 20 25 seats, their overall number for the Republicans would be pretty high historically. Yep. And uh, I see them doing that. I mean, just looking at the underlying numbers, how the economy people view the economy. You bet. There are some weird races, obviously in uh, Pennsylvania True. and Georgia, which are a little Have hard seen that? to come out. Oh man. Yeah. But uh, I just. You know, I just can't imagine that Fetterman can win the way he is there. And so I don't know. I mean, again, I'm not we were, great at predicting. Yeah. Don't hold me serious. You know, this is, these are not official predictions or anything, but I, I see them winning Pennsylvania and Georgia. So we'll see. It's interesting. Um, I grew up close to Braddock, and Fetterman was the mayor of Braddock for three three terms after I'd, after I'd left. And so i still in touch with a lot of guys I grew up with. And um they don't like Oz. You know, this is nothing. These are just, you know, working class guys. They're, but they know Fetterman. And, right. and it's real, it's, an, it's real bizarre. And anybody else but Fetterman and or Oz, I think that it could be seen so much cleaner. Now go, yeah. now go full circle. Herschel Walker. Well, like, I just quickly say on Oz, you know, it's like almost the wrong, exact wrong kind of candidate for the time where you have populist uh, people, where Republicans are trying to pull in working class people. And then you have a guy like Oz, you know, who is on TV and rich and all that now. And and also not really. And he seems sort of like a, 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 a fraud a little bit. In oh, a total fraud. Right? Yeah, total fraud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Yeah. And then the other guy, he can't speak, but also he is, uh, you know, even before he couldn't speak, he was kind of a weird, weird oh. extremist in, in some ways. Yeah. So it's just an incredibly weird election. And in, in, as far as Herschel Walker goes, I, I argue with my friend Molly Hemingway all the time, but I just don't think he's a quality candidate. No. You know, uh, he, he does not know anything about governing. He comes off as a person who is unserious. But the other guy is, you know, yeah, no, I agree. Too, eh? Yeah. So. 
Um, I think people are just going to be voting party. They're going to think about the Senate uh, majority. They're going to think about Biden. They're going to think about how things are going, and maybe they're they're going to make a change. Those are the ones. I mean, Oz is a fraud, but Fetterman, I just, you know, what would I do living in Pennsylvania? How would I vote that one? Boy, that would be tough. Um, Yeah. And then if you're living in Georgia, what would you do? Which one would you vote? That's how I try to put myself, you know, transport yourself into that place. Okay, you know, it's easy to do a talk show with a great guest like you. We, but what if what if you had to pull the lever? And yeah, like it's easy for guys like me to say, "Oh, he's a fraud. Uh, I wouldn't uh, vote uh, for him." Uh, stuff uh, like uh, that. But in the, but normal people have to make decisions, and uh, usually it's a you know it's a binary decision, and you have to pick one. And for me, I mean, I would send a robot to DC who did the oh, things I wanted. I'm oh. not that worried about their personality. Yeah, but. Uh, I know that people do are and listen, Herschel Walker, you know, he's had, he has oh. stories about him and, and all that, but still it's not as if Warnock is some, uh, no. you know, he has a quite, quite a bit of history and baggage himself. So I, I think Walker's going to win that race. Yeah. Yeah. My, I have friends that say Walker walk, walks it in and I'm going six years of Herschel Walker. <laughs> and <It'd be> tough. <laughs> here's the, here's yeah. the final one, the elephant in the room. Donald Trump picked Oz and picked Walker, and Donald Trump, yeah. uh, the rumor is on the 14th, and whether it's self-defense or whatever it is, he's coming back. All right, my final question to you, David, Donald Trump. <laughs> I don't. I wish he wouldn't run. Uh, I think, uh, you know, I think there are some candidates out there who could do a better job of, of bringing together the party in a way. I... I Another problem with Trump is I think he's going to be talking about 2020 constantly where we should be talking about the future. Uh, Again, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of his in the beginning. I think he did a pretty good job as president. But, you know, post-election stuff was just insane and a stain on the country in many ways. I don't blame him completely or anything like that, but I just don't think he should. He certainly played a part in it and he should not. You know, I just think a guy like DeSantis could probably do a much better job running than he would, though, you know. I've, I've made. It looks like, it looks like he's going to run. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. He. I don't know if it's in self defense or he's legit, but I, I've just been reading them all nonstop these books, and he's. Um, he would be the last guy. I don't think either Joe Biden nor Donald Trump will be on the ticket. That's just my thoughts. Oh, but, interesting. Yeah. Neither one of them will be a Biden. I'll, I'll give you a final comment on Biden. I'm watching a guy that. I have I have no idea if he has any idea. Yeah, it's a mix, you know, for me. I think he's dementia set in and he's not well, but I also think he's sort of an authoritarian lightweight. The things that he says and the way he treats private industry or the way he talks about speech or the things that he thinks he can do as president. And it's probably not him. Maybe it's, you know, in the sense that, you know, it's a consensus of now of Democrats running things. But it is for all their talk about democracy being on the ballot. I think that democracy is not on their side of the ballot at all. And uh, I don't know whose side it's on, but yeah. not not his. And uh, I actually fear for the first time. I've usually I'm like, you know, everyone's overdoing mm-hmm. it. It's not going to be that bad. But in many ways, I think it's pretty bad. These I days. do, too. I mean, I le- le- legitimately watch this guy. And he has. Some days his feet are on the ground, and some days he has no idea, you know, where he is and what he's doing. Turns around. I mean, we've been over this a thousand times. 
Yeah, but let's be honest. Yes. He, 20 years ago, had no idea what he was doing, and 30 yeah. years ago, had no idea what he was yeah. doing. He's always been sort of a, a middling politician right. and a lightweight. I agree. Right. But now add on to that his inability, you know, his oh. cognitive decline and things like that, and it's just much, much worse. He's an accidental president who won because Donald Trump was on the, and COVID happened, basically. Well, and you're now, right. You know, you're right. Yeah. There are accidental presidents, and, 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 you know, Gerald Ford, who is someone I really think the world of, but this guy's hardly Gerald Ford. I said we were talking here in nine, yeah. and I said, you know, I I would take almost anybody back at this point. And we're we're at this precarious historical crossroads, and this guy's in charge. The problem for Democrats is they don't really have a star right now that I can think of. Yeah, they no bench. I don't even know. Yeah, yeah no bench. David, so that's a problem for them. Yeah, you, I missed you, man. I. Uh, I think I was legitimately on that, on that Carney West thing. I was going to call you and say, David, what are we watching with this guy? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> not good. Not, no, good. not good is the we'll answer. We'll survive. We always survive. We'll survive. Yeah. We'll I appreciate you taking out time on Saturday, man. It means a lot. Oh, no, I, I'll see you soon. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. All right, everybody. 303-696-1971 is our number. 63 for the high today. Look, we're moving up on the holidays. I have always, my grandson is like, we drive around, look at Christmas lights. So uh, two weeks ago, before I got the cud, um, the Christmas tree light installers put this beautiful Christmas light display on my house. I haven't plugged it in yet. We plugged it in once, took a picture, and then unplugged it. On Thanksgiving evening, um, I mean, we're going to plug it in. Half price right now. I, I mean, this is like you've always wanted lights, and it isn't that expensive way that they awaken what they work the electricity the value of these stunning christmas lights for your home and i can't wait i light this puppy up trees are lit up you know it's gonna be okay stand by and i've wanted this like my dad had a string of lights over the door that they plug and unplug he never took them down they were like those industrial uh christmas tree lights and i think about thanksgiving he'd stick them in and then i don't know after new year's plug them up and then leave them up and Go to ChristmasHalfPrice.com. It's Christmas. Go to DenverHalfPrice.com and enter to win your very own Christmas light display. The winner will be chosen Saturday, November the 19th, right after the show. Check out their work at DenverChristmasLightInstallers.com. Give them a call, 303-521-0588. Now, that's really legit. It's very cool. 303-521-0588. 303-521-0588. Don't forget DenverHalfPrice.com. Light up your whole house. Hang on, everybody. 710 KNUS. We got a line open, everyone. Good morning. 25 after 9, 925. Windy and mild, 63. The high today, 35 tonight, 52 on Sunday. You can hear it in my voice. I, I went through COVID, and uh, it's no joke. Coming up, Professor David Smith and um, this attempt to uh, socialize that they were socialist, the Nazis. Kenny Dane and Scotty Hastings and studies show, and by the way, when I went through the COVID, I talked to the doctor. She is, she's something else, man. Dr. McAllen is a healer. Dr. Watt at Cenogenics. The factors of heart disease and diabetes and dementia increase our hormones and metabolism decline. You get old. You want somebody that's there to pull you through, talk to you, and show you. This detailed look at all your body systems, your, your brains and your bones and your muscles and your heart and your lungs and Supervised plan to help you lose weight, gain lean muscle mass, increase your, your mental clarity. We could get Joe into this program. Call today 
and meet them for the first time. The Elite Health Evaluation. Receive a complimentary food allergy test. It's normally about 850 bucks. Call Cenogenic 720-387-3681. And you talk to Michelle, who's like the all-timer. 720-387-3681. I can't tell you how terrific McAllen was for me for those 10 days. Their website is denver.cenogenics.com. Please do yourself a favor. All right, here we go. We go to Don on one. You're on a radio show. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Pete. Hey. Good to have you back. Thanks. Right. First time I got to catch up with you, so um, real happy you're back, especially leading off with the people that you're doing today. So my take on this election thing yeah. is that I honestly feel that there's going to be a lot of change as far as Republicans taking over. I just don't know what they're going to accomplish I mean, if you look at polling data and do with this as you may, um, what's I think Roe Wade that started out and it's become the, the the focus of all Democratic ads. But I think yes, as that upsets you know women, they also go to the store or they go to buy gas or all the other so-called pocketbook issues. Now, I'm not so sure that presidents have all this power that people want to give them because, as I've said historically, if I remember when they said Bill Clinton gave us a good economy. No, he did not. Because yeah, if Bill Clinton, if, if why didn't Herbert Hoover use that power that Bill Clinton had? You know, or why, you know, it's, the economy is a living thing of its own. Now, presidents can screw it up. And I think Joe's been doing his more fair, his fair share of that. But... The, the the economy is um, is its own separate animal. Now, they can screw it up, but they can't make it better. Does that make sense? Well, it makes a lot of sense. And when you talk about um, Bill Clinton and the economy, mm-hmm. wasn't it in the Clinton administration that they decided to go in and uh, relieve Social Security of the money that they were holding to help balance their budget. Some of that, and Lyndon Johnson reached into Social Security to fight the war in Vietnam. He he um, he used Social Security money to fight that war. I mean, these people are duplicitous. They're not to be trusted. There's nothing about them that should give you any admiration for any of them. And give me so, the difference between the right and the left, Pete. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't matter. I mean, it's like... No, um, not at all. Who are they really? And... Um, I, I I look at this pending election. Colorado is not going to move the dial. But across the country, but some of these things, we have election deniers who are going to get, who are probably going to win on some of the cases. I think Oz is a fraud. On the other hand, Fetterman is he's physically and emotionally and mentally lost. How would you vote that one? Oh, I would definitely vote for Oz because I okay. think you stick a guy like Fetterman in there, man. Okay. That's dangerous. All right, let me flip it that way. Herschel Walker, what do you do with him? Against Warnock, Walker. Yeah. Okay. Because I think, I, you know, I don't buy into a lot of the are you voting? that comes out. I, I love this call. Donnie, are you voting for someone or against somebody? Um. Majority of my votes will be for people. Okay. I'm really big on Heidi Ganell. Okay. Just because of hearing her speak, mm-hmm. I'd vote for Carrie Lake if I was in Arizona in okay. a heartbeat. All I right. think she's sharp. Right. Um, I will vote for Joe O'Day. I think that he is depicted by some as a rhino, and I think that mm. 
you have to wonder what your definition of a rhino really well, is. Joe O'Day you know? O'Day was killed in the crib. He was he was a stillborn. He all of those people they never got out of the box. Yeah, and if they did, they had to lie, and now they're trying to back up their lies. And I mean, it, it the um, Republican Party killed its own. And I had O'Day in a radio show before I got sick, and I loved what he said. I said, you, I, I voted for him. I said, um, you won my vote. But th- he did not win the votes of the others. Did you um, – I know you had Eric Auckland on, mm-hmm. I believe, yeah. before. Yeah. Do you like him as a candidate? I like him very much. I think he mishandled his, um, his campaign. I, I think he's a fine young man. I think he's got a future. I, I This is – truth i told him big deal i told him i said offer that you'll buy Brittany a round trip ticket to vancouver take her up there because she was the heroin princess she wanted that ad with her and her mother is despicable that's a terrible ad because it's not true her mother had a drug problem i've had a drug problem and, and, well, the, and the answer I'll weigh in on that too <laughs> yeah and the, but the answer to the drug problem is not to find ways for people to do dope she was, she was the heroine. She, we called her heroin Barbie. And Stefan and I and Mr. Mr. Crowley went up and lived in Vancouver. And I said to, to Eric, I said, take her. Offer her a round-trip ticket. Take, raise the money. Take Kyle Clark with you. Live on the street. Take Crowley. You know, I, I, I said, I offered to go. But, you know, I said, and go live on that street and show me and have her come back and defend that. She can't. Well, they didn't do it. And then, you know, and I said to him, and then plus initially when they came out and he said the election was rigged, I called him and I said, listen to me, go on every Republican talk show, which is like every Republican talk show in Denver, and say that you regret saying that. He didn't do it. Now they're using that in the ad. Um. It, to me, do you think that? Do you think that's a big thing to people? Yes, at this it is. Point, though it's a do way, you? it's a way big thing. Yeah, it's a way big thing uh, to. What, look, those people who came out of that assembly, and every lunatic and his mother got the nod, but they're trying to control the primary vote. But they opened it up, and then normal people like Pam Anderson got on the ticket. If it was up to the crazy Republicans, you'd have had you'd have Tina Peters on there. She's going to prison or at least jail. Now, those are the people, the guy that shoots up the uh, adding machines, wherever the hell they shot. He was, their, he was their choice. When they finally opened it up, they got a guy like O'Day, who's a decent man. I don't think he's going to win, but he's a decent really? man. And, oh, no, no, no. You want my hmm. opinion, I'm giving you my opinion. But yeah, what, well, I, I, I'm just, I was kind of surprised by that. I think he's I voted got for a him. bigger head of steam. Than, no, no, they stabbed yeah. him. They stabbed him in the crib. They, they cut his throat in the crib. Well, it'll be an interesting... Uh, but I, I like Eric. It. I immensely like Eric. I've stayed away from putting candidates on the show. I can't take talk radio every day. Yeah. It's, you know, the repeat of... The, they were just on KOA, now they're on here, and they're on KHOW tomorrow afternoon. Come on, give it a break. But... Hey, hey where's Pat Neville? You know, I don't know, and I'm a Pat... I like Pat a lot. Um, I don't know. I, um, I just... I, yeah, I'm he's curious he's, because... He's, he's, he's a good guy. Like he's, He's, he's a, disappeared. No, he's a good guy. Um, he had a good call. So, good, yeah. Good way to start, man. Thanks, Bob. Peter, welcome back, man. Uh, we've missed you. I've missed you probably more than I thought I would because <laughs> we've had love-hate thing from Sorry. day one. But, uh, yeah, yeah that, that's what makes it work, right? You got it.
Thanks, man. Bye. 303-696-1971. Cowboy Moving and Storing. The recommend and mover. Go to CowboyMoving.com. Click on Customer Reviews. It is incredible. I've been spending a lot of time with these guys. We had went down and had a sandwich. I, I can I do. Great guys in heart. Over 1,300 reviews. They're all very positive. A Google rating of 4.9. And, of course, if you do Google, you know what that's, that's big time. Here is the payoff. Cowboy provides residential commercial moves throughout Colorado and can store your valuables. It happens to everybody once in a while. Cowboy Moving does load and hold. So, and this happened to us once. You know, you bought the new house and this house sold, but that house wasn't ready. And I started thinking when I met Cowboy. Basically, if you're moving into a new office or residence or you got to leave your current location before the new place is available, then this is the storage service for you. They call it load and hold. They have these trailers, and it's, you know, high and dry, and everything's great. At least ask them to come and give you an estimate. It's the smartest thing. Really makes Cowboy the recommended mover is the guys that do the work. They did it for us. Many of the guys have been with Cowboy for years. They truly can make a difference. From moves to loads to holds to storage, Cowboy's been the recommended mover since 1968. Again, just ask them to come and give you an estimate on moving grandma or moving this or moving there. Loads and holds are great. They give a portion of every move to Freedom Service Dogs, and they're our friends. Call them. Get the estimate. It's CowboyMoving.com or 303-789-2200. 303-789-2200. 303-789-2200. A favor today. Uh, We're good to take another call. You want to rock and roll a little bit? Okay. Let me go here. Let's go to Jacqueline. I like your name. You're on the radio show. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Boyles. I've known you for a very long time. You're a kind woman. I'm from Nebraska. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm always kind. Not always. I take that back. Okay. Uh, what I want to ta- uh, talk about is this. You know, I'm an old woman now, but you know, I'm a granddaughter. I'm a sister. I'm a mother. Sure. Uh, I'm a grandmother. I'm an aunt. I'll tell you what, when, when you take formula from our babies, you get my attention. When you go and you teach a sexual perversion to children, my children, anyone's children, you have my attention. So I think this election, you will have, I won't call them soccer moms, because you're going to have a lot of women out there that I don't care about the abortion issue right now. That don't mean as much as women protecting the children that they have. And they're going to do it. And I believe you're going to see it in the elections. Well, I think two things have happened. First of all, thank you for calling. Number two, when the Roe Wade thing slipped out, and now if you see every ad that you've seen on television, um, the Democrat candidate, male or female, accuses the Republican male or female of not allowing a woman's right to abort. That's their principal attack that they're doing. And I think they peaked. It's called you can peak too early. You can train you know, for a fight, and you peak early. And I think that you they— know, Pete, that was the- Let me finish up, and I'll give it back to you. And I think that they, they peaked early, and now the real issues, and I, again, I've read these stories of uh, all these young women who never voted before registering to vote because of the Roe Wade. That may be true. This is why it has to come out in the wash. On the other hand, uh, women who are principal you know, housekeepers in terms of food and everything, gasoline, paying the bills, they're seeing the inflation, not that... They can change inflation, but it's an anger. It's an anger issue. So kids in school, 
Um, I'm sure it's on the list, but I don't think it's at the top. It's it's yours again. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. You know, Pete, I'll tell you something, and I'm going to say this. I was a nurse in Colorado for 30 years. I'm retired now, but I'll tell you, if a woman wants an abortion, she'll get one, and no oh, yeah. one will be the wife. That's true. And that is that is the bottom line. Abortion to the average woman doesn't mean anything. If you want to use it for birth control, That's you're sorry. Yeah, you're barking sure. Yeah. yeah, you're barking up the wrong tree because an average, decent, uh, God-fearing, anyone with any common sense, let's put it that way, will not go along with that. But can I, 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 can, I can, let me put it, put it down to, most abortions take place in the morning after pill. Um, you know, I've been well, doing... They, well, they do, and nobody even knows about that. Precisely. That. That's what, precisely. That's and, what I'm saying. In the morning so after pill, women, yes. If women are going to go out there and vote, and you might have college girls doing it, maybe anyone over the age of 18, it doesn't matter because you know women outnumber men in this country about three to to one. Is it that great? Yeah, it's that great. And I'll tell you right now, what's important is this. You have to think about everything else. You have to think about Colorado, what you're going to get, what you're going to have as far as the Denver. You know, I'll tell you. I was so disgusted about the, the what happened with the Denver Public Library and the Capitol. Oh. If you want to do anything for your state, you get out and you you get rid of the Democrats because the Democrat wants to kill babies. It doesn't matter see what you just baby it see what, is. what you just said, and that I think was that was the tip of the spear for you. Between every ad that you're hearing or watching or reading, every Democrat accuses every Republican of that. And every re- and and, and, is- and they use it. I mean, even even Polis's ads are, are about. I don't care who loves who. He's obviously you know talking about gay marriage, which is the next thing on the list. But the the the, the bread and butter issues are the so called you know wallet or pocketbook issues. They may be sne- right. they, they may be sneaking up on the outside. I've already voted. Um, I haven't turned my ballot in, but I sat down and you know and and voted and and. I'm looking at this thing and I'm thinking, how is this really going to come out? And I believe this, and it doesn't matter what I say, that the Republican Party is going to have a very bad Tuesday in Colorado. Nationwide, I think it's going to be a lot tighter and a lot closer. And there'll be all kinds of different variables in. If you notice, Obama's out on the stump now. It isn't, they're not putting. They're they're not they're they're not sending Joe out to to uh, to you know to, to, on the stump. They're sending Barack Obama out on the stump. I'm surprised they're not bringing up Hillary Clinton. Well, she's been out there. She's, she's yeah, I know, opened but, her mouth. But you know, the thing is, Pete, I, I think they're on the run and they're worried. Uh, we'll see. And they should be. And I think I think Polis is. That's why you no. have so many millions. In we'll see. It. We'll see. I think that. I, I think that. You know, and again, we're we're talking about a prize fight or a horse race or a ball game, but um, you know, people, everybody's got an idea until the next day when it really comes in. We'll see. Um, so my my prayers are out there, okay. and I'll tell you this: I want Colorado to do well, Pete. I do. I do too. I want them to vote red all the way across. We'll see. Can't afford to mess with the Democrats. You take care, well, hon. You have a good day. You and too, darling. Thank you very much. Be safe. All right, three oh three. Six nine six nineteen seventy one. We have uh, one open line, two open lines. Coming up, Professor David Smith. For whatever reason, and I think it's again why everybody's decided that they're all socialists. These Nazis were socialists. 
look, this socialism is national socialism. It's blood and soil, and we'll talk about it. And then uh, Kenny Dane and, and Scotty Hastings, I promised we would do this, and then I caught the COVID and uh, about our haunted house experiences, and I love both of these men. Dan Kappas Law Firm. Danny's my guy. I believe the only lawyer in Colorado history who won five straight multi-million dollar jury verdicts, motor vehicle crashes. It's a firm, but it's it's Danny, and he sets the line. The great lineup, six former deputy DAs who now use their courtroom experience to help survivors. We went through a family thing, and I, you know, with, with Dan was the lawyer, and I got, to, I mean, nine o'clock at night, he would make a call. Peter, everything, Dave, and, you know, we've been friends a thousand years, but when you see somebody professionally, that's what it makes sense. And Danny did it for my family. He believes talks cheap, experience counts, results matter, and firm could be happy to share with you its track record. It is a phone call. 303-907-5003. 303-907-5003. Call the capitalist firm. 303-907-5003. Danny is C-A-P-L-I-S. Everybody knows that. He is my friend. He's the man. If you need help, call Danny. 303-907-5003. We got a line open. Morning, everybody. On a Saturday, this is the 948, 12 before the hour. 63 will be the high today, windy and milder. Tomorrow, Sunday, cloudy and cooler, 52. Back to work Monday, 60 degrees. Coming up, Professor David Smith from Baylor. I'm such a huge fan. And it started with this idea that the Nazis were socialists. And it's just, it's inaccurate history. So we will talk, and I'm a huge fan, so it'll be a good history lesson. Then Kenny and Scotty are on the show. The guys are back on the job on the weekend. You're selling your home. You include Gay Ribble with Empower Team in your conversation I have a friend right now who has a home that's really having, she's having some problems. And she said, everything cooled off. And here's why. Gay already has the buyers and she perfected this home selling process for her clients. It means less stress and more money for you. Uh, Jim in Denver needed to sell fast and Gay bought him and brought over the asking price in just four days. She has 14,000 ready to go people. That's how it works. Gay Ribble, who's a, a friend with Empower Home Team, puts her unique system to work and creates this massive demand and instant results. This guy had multiple offers in four days, accepted the best offer. She's the agent I trust. Call Gay Ribble with Empower Team now. If you're up against it, 833-301-SOLD. Easy number. 833-301-SOLD. 833-301-SOLD. Visit gayhasthebuyers.com. Gay has the buyers, G A Y E, gay has the buyers.com. She's a gift and it'll work. Three, again, 833 301 S O L D. Where are we headed here? Line one. It's, is it Joe? Joe, you're on a radio show. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning, Pete. Hey. Pete, you know, I, I want to tell you, uh, I have compassion for you. And you know what? Uh, I'm still a friend. I know it's hard to 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 swallow that, but I I still pray for you. You know that. But the, here's the thing: when this is over in Colorado, we have to do what we did in the after the 2020 election. We knew that that I know I don't want to argue this. We knew the election was stolen, so we had to no, start wasn't. over. It wasn't okay, stolen. But I don't, don't want to argue that. That's right, because we're not. I don't we're not going to well, do that. Here's the thing: we knew we had to to 
make America great again by starting with the things that is important to America, like their children. So we went to the states where the election was decided, like Pennsylvania, and said, we're going to take control of the school boards. We're going to take control of this mess in in the in the the lower levels of of government and change it and we did and what will happen is what will was going to happen here when we lose this election here in Colorado we have to take a new step forward and I'd like to announce to be the tip of the spear make Colorado great again and we have to start now because if we wait till 2024 It'll be too late. It's already too late, but we'll have to start now to make Colorado great again. Mm-hmm. When we lose this election, mm-hmm. we will have to understand the reason that we lost is because the GOP can, has to take direction mm-hmm. from the people. Listen to not me. Not from Joe, people Joe, in Joe, media. Joe. Not from Joe, people Joe, calm down. In Joe, ratchet it down, Joe. Please, hold on. The Republican Party in Colorado is divided into many camps. They took people like O'Day and others, and they cut their throats. And the people that they wanted, let let me finish. They didn't want Pam Anderson running for Secretary of State. They wanted your candidate, Tina Peters, who's going to go probably be incarcerated. She is a loser. She has pulled... No, you didn't tell me. I'm telling you. Yes, I did. No, you're not. And I'm telling you. I told you that that Joe Joe. had no future Okay, well, all right. Take the last comment. I'm not going to play the game. It's too early. Well, Pete, you were told over and over Joe O'Day was not going to... All right, Nick, you're on a radio show. Please, good morning. Thank you, Nick. Welcome. It's Saturday. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. What's really appalling, uh, and this is just a general comment, and I know your history buff on your own, just the lack of historical knowledge and understanding. It is just when I constantly hear comparisons to the Nazis, these people are complete idiots. Thank you. Complete idiots. Thank you. I mean, you don't even know where to begin with people like that. Thank you. You should no. no, I have, I have a rule that someone gave me in, um, in grad school, compare no one to Nazis because there is no one quite ever like them. And, no, there's not. And um, what the Nazis did, uh, there have been other mass killings oh. in human history, but nothing as organized and as meticulous yes. and as and as driven as yes. what the Nazis Thank did. You. They are in a league of their own. You know, it's interesting because I'm currently reading, and I've, I'm a, there's a historian by the name of Isaac Deutscher, and Deutscher wrote the Stalin books, and he wrote. Uh, the Trotsky Trilogy, The Prophet, and he wrote The Hitler Study. But he wrote this book that I've always set aside, and because I've been under the weather, I've had chances to read great stuff. And it's entitled Three Who Make the Revolution, Trotsky, Lenin, and Stalin. And you can't look at any of those men without looking at Adolf Hitler. And as brutal as Joseph Stalin was, and he probably outkilled Hitler, your, your point is... I don't know if it's your German mindset, but it's so systematic. I mean, they knew, you know, I don't know if you ever read about the Wansey conference when they, all, when they go to Wansey and sit down and plan it. And it's almost like they're, um, they're, they're, they're building a, 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 a military industrial complex project. And they come to Wansey and Wansey's still there. I mean, it's, it's a 
the, the building itself is still there. And they sat and Heidrich ran the program. And Auerbach, this is how we're going to do it. And they went about systematically doing it. By the way, yes, if you're a geek, and it sounds like a geek like me, YouTube has this series. And it's called, believe it or not, it's called Dusty Faces. And if I've turned so many people onto it, I got turned onto it by a friend that's a history geek. It's like Band of Brothers, but it's from the German side. And Interesting. They, and go to YouTube and start on episode one. And it's called Dusty Faces. Dusty Faces. And it's this, and I'm, I'm serious, I mean, it's like... Um, they're one part of their, they're, they're fighting, they're in the East and then they're in the end they're and they get to episode 10, they ran out of money and they're fundraising on the internet to try and do two more editions of dusty faces. I, I got to tell you something. I mean, it's, and then I found this series of on YouTube, mini movies put out by the Russians about their guys, and it's like Band of Brothers, but they're Russians, and how brutal uh-huh. how brutal that was. Oh, and you and well, I... Well, you know, it's, it's yeah. interesting that the Germans have a reputation for being very exact and very meticulous. Absolutely. But I'll give you a small, just a snippet of why the Russians, I mean, why the German invasion of Russia failed. The Germans, because of lack of oil... And that was the main thing that defeated the Germans was lack of oil and energy. When they they were they were completely dependent on railroads to transport the bulk of the logistics to keep their army moving. It never occurred to the Germans that the Russian railroad lines different rails faced differently different rails. That's right. Than no. Germans, so they no. got to the German no. uh, Russian no. border and they couldn't. They were ever- completely. Yeah, did, did, did you ever read about how what a bad guy Nicky Romanoff is? But the but the um, Imperial Army, they would issue rifles and then issue bullets not for that didn't fit those rifles. And so when you read Solzhenitsyn, when they're down in the trenches and they're sharpening their shovels because they know that you know they're going over All the right. t- oh my god! I mean, and listen, you know I, something. The Russian invasion of Ukraine has proven that not much has changed I, in listen, Russia. I'll, I got to jump. I got David Smith. Bye. Hang on. Bye. Uh, stand by because there's no one better. Professor David Smith next on 710 KNUS. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.